today on the TMZ Podcast. Welcome to the TMZ Podcast. Eric here. Eric here. How you doing? Oh, Very sad uh, news this morning. Sad, sad. Uh, more sad news from, from the hip-hop world. Takeoff from the Migos uh, is dead at the age of 28. Uh, he was at a, a bowling alley in Houston, was playing dice, and uh, apparently some sort of altercation broke out, and he was shot in the head and uh, died on the scene. Uh, th- this is just sad. He was 28 years old. He was the youngest member of the Migos. But um, all the members of the Migos were known by name, right? I mean, this is yeah. a, they were a huge, huge yeah, it was musical act. Takeoff, Offset, and Quavo. Quavo was there with him. Quavo is Takeoff's uncle, and they actually had a new project out. Um, they called it Unc and Few because they're uncle and nephew. Uh, Quavo was trying to to get someone to save him. He was, you know, having calling nine one one and trying to. There was a nurse there that he was trying to say, "How can she help him?" I mean, d- devastating for him. It's not just his friend or his bandmate; it's his family. Yes, and the 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 photos up on the website at TMZ are are just jarring because this is a a life just struck down in an instant. It sounds like from the nine one one call, they're seeing if anything can be done, but. I, I think this was, was shot either in head, shot I, in the head or near the head. This is a pretty uh, instant sort of death. And suddenly this band, which was at the top of the heap in were, terms of they're, rap they're, acts. They're important in hip-hop. Uh, of course, probably their most famous song is Bad and Bougie. I mean, for a lot of hip-hop fans, if you just say the word raindrop, they know drop tops the next line. And, and Migos didn't invent you know, trap music, no. but they, they popularized it. That song was sort of a, a, a moment, a breakthrough moment that... Everything after that song kind of sounded like that song. Yeah, like, country yeah. artists now are using trap beats, and a lot of it's because of Migos popularizing that sound. Look, I, I mean, to contextualize a, a death of this sort of nature, if you weren't familiar with the Migos, and, and I don't want to sort of overstate, but this is a huge musician death by a shooting. The only other one that I can think of who was who was killed by a, a, a shooting is is John Lennon uh, at the sort. I mean, they're, they're big. They're big. They're not yeah, the Beatles. No. I'm not trying to say they're the Beatles, but to a certain community, Migos is a gigantic, you know, sort of band. Well, no, and just, for just someone hip hop, you've down. got yeah. Biggie and Tupac and these people, and 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 Takeoff was maybe. But in a band, yeah, in a band, you might think he's not the biggest, but he's gigantic. They're all big, is what yeah, I'm trying to say. Thing, everybody in that knows band, everyone. It was wasn't big. like there was there was. Takeoff, Quavo, and Offset. The three of them were so individually famous in their own right. It's sort of like, uh, we, we mentioned this earlier, like with TLC. Like yep. everybody knew T Boss, Chili, and Left Eye. Like, there you go. That's they're a good, such that's a good distinct example. personalities, and they're all so successful in their own right. It's it's just sad. Like he had a, still a whole entire career left ahead of him. No, and now we live in such a day and age where you saw what was happening in his life right up until this moment. It was he carefree. posted a photo. There was there a was selfie Instagram. of him in the clothes he was wearing at the bowling alley like an hour or two before the shooting. Like. He was just going to a bowling alley, and now that's he's it. dead. Yes, and that's it, and sort of struck down, and we'll still feel the reverberations of this. There will obviously be criminal investigations. This was a shooting in a bowling alley, <laughs> playing, playing dice. This wasn't sort of a, a home intrusion or something where there's yeah. a lot of doubt. There were a lot of people there. There's going to be a lot of witnesses who saw what happened. We'll see how this plays out. Sometimes people sort of circle the wagons, and no one says anything, yeah. and other times we'll, we'll learn more, but... Just an absolute tragedy. You will see an outpouring of people who just were touched by uh, by takeoff in some meaningful way, and it's a huge loss for music. It is. And and it's also I mean, we'll we'll get more details, of course, I'm sure, very soon about who did this, how it happened, what happened, why. Uh, but it, so far, it seems like you know with P and B Rock, we saw it was targeted that yep. it was a robbery with with XXX Tentacion. It was that. This seems like maybe just a fight broke out. Just some yeah. flared and guns came out. I don't. We don't know yet exactly, but 
Uh, yeah, I mean, details will it's come out. It would sound, the, the things we do know is it came from a dice game, sometimes tempers flare when gambling's involved and, and whatnot, but it should never rise to this kind of level. And it's 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 absolutely tragic how how quickly this happened um, and, and how you know momentous this really is for the world of music and just for the families involved. I mean, as yeah. you said, they're all related. Yeah, True. The this is related, Quavo's so. nephew. To see your nephew shot in cold blood uh, in the middle of a bowling alley during a, an otherwise celebratory event is, is just... Uh, horrific. It's yeah, absolutely it's very, horrific. It's very sad. Um, let's move on to another sad story in a different in a different way. Is Tom Brady and his divorce with with Giselle? Um, you know, the divorce filing happened from Giselle earlier. Uh, it was very quick. It was signed by the judge. They are officially divorced and single. And now Tom is starting to speak a little bit about the situation. Here's what he had to say on his podcast with Jim Gray, the Let's Go podcast. Yeah, Jim. You know, I think there is a lot of professionals in life that go through things that they deal with at work and they deal with at home. And obviously the good news is things that it's a very amicable situation. And I'm really focused on two things and taking care of my family and certainly my children. And secondly, doing the best job I can to win football games. So that's what professionals do. You focus at work when it's time to work. And then when you come home, you focus on the priorities that are at home and all you can do is the best you could do. So I want to I want to break this apart in in a couple ways. First, he says it's a he doesn't speak Giselle's name. He doesn't mention her by name, but it is his we ex wife. Everyone that. knows uh, yeah, who, who he's like talking saying, about. You know, is, this, is this animosity that he won't even say her name? I don't think so. It, it doesn't feel if, indicative. If you were of that. getting divorced and I was talking to you about it, I wouldn't expect you to necessarily say your wife's name. No, we know who you're talking about. It, like why? It, this is the biggest story of yeah. the past. Like we month know and who half. He, means. he doesn't need to lay out the foundation of Giselle being his wife yeah. who just got divorced. Um, I do think when he says it's a very amicable situation, uh. It, it, there's some doubt I have about that. I think all divorces, even the ones that say we are having an amicable divorce, they're all nasty to a certain extent. That's why you're divorced. Yeah, there's it, a reason it, you're not together. There's a reason. If it was that amicable, you'd still be married. Yeah, exactly. Most fights <laughs> in a divorce are resolved, you know, and the ones that aren't lead to divorce, and those are very big, momentous you mean fights in a marriage. You said fights in a divorce. Sorry. <laughs> I see where your head is already. I know, I know. But listen, <laughs> you know, you've been married for a while. I've been married. You have fights. They happen, and you resolve them. When they end in divorce, it's not what I would call amicable. I've always found that no. word very, very strange. It does mean that they're doing it in a way that they're keeping their kids, the focus on, uh, you know, prioritizing their well-being through what could be an otherwise traumatic thing to happen for a family. Uh, but amicable is a very strange thing. I guess thing. it just means not... Not nasty resentful and hate. Yeah, like, like Johnny and Amber was definitely not amicable. Right. This, they're... they're yeah, they have they, issues. There's certainly some resentments there, I think, probably on both sides. They released the separate statements. That was a yeah. big indication that they didn't release a joint statement. And, and we do a lot of divorces around here. If you release a joint statement, it's the best case you have to say we're really on the same we, page. We get along enough this. that we can put our name on the same piece of paper and, and yeah. jointly do this. But when you're doing it separately, you are living different lives. Yeah, but to their credit, all the contentiousness happened behind the scenes with a private mediation. So it is better to go into divorce court and say, hey, judge, just sign off on this. We've split everything up. Whatever squabbling we had to do, we did behind the scenes because that would be rough on a family, especially a family with young kids to read news stories about. And, and that's the here's thing. the bickering back and if, forth. If nothing else, no matter what resentments they have with each other, they know they have small children and that's they right. know they are both incredibly public people and that there will be a lot of discussion about this 
you want to shield your children from that the best you can, unless you're an absolutely horrible, bitter person. Yes. And it seems like neither of them are that. No, and I think given their level of celebrity, they've handled it as responsibly as possible. People are going to be interested in the divorce of Tom and Giselle. There's no way around that. There will be a lot of news stories, but they've dampened it to the extent possible in terms of the the nasty details that go on in dividing up assets and so forth. The other thing I want to focus on is he is talking a lot about what what Harvey is is obsessed with, compartmentalization, and the extent to which it is possible to have a professional life that you keep in one silo and a personal life in another silo. Here, I don't think he did that very well. Harvey no, thinks well, he's the best at it. But he is saying he does what goes on at work is at work and what goes on at home and home. But you can't keep those worlds I entirely. Think, I, know, I, I think he did it too well because so, oh, so Harvey's thing is, you know, he, you know, and then I get it to, to, to his point that like if you're having problems at home, you can't drag that into your professional life. Sure. If you're having a miserable day at work. You can't take that home. I think Tom Brady compartmentalized and is like, okay, football is my life here. Giselle and the kids are my life here. But he Almost made sociopathically. the football. No, but, like, but the football, she sort of was shut out of that in the sense that he's like, I'm compartmentalizing this. And it became such a dominating part of his life, it squeezed her out. Interesting. Like, I like hadn't he had compartmentalized, and then her compartment became very tiny, I think. Yes. And football became everything. And if she has no part in that, you feel alone in a marriage. That's that seems to be what their issue's been the whole time. That's interesting. My read was a little bit different. I thought he he thinks that you can sort of compartmentalize these things successfully, but he actually failed at it. When I look at Tom Brady this this season, I see a broken man. He's yeah. gaunt. He's not playing football as well. He's frustrated. He's throwing the iPad more. Um, he do, he looks like the personal has infected the professional. Not to his discredit. I mean, when you're dealing with something a lot emotionally at home it invariably is going to impact the way you conduct yourself at work. It's hard. He's got a very, he's got a profession where you have to maintain laser focus. Those defenses are very sophisticated. He's a very top of his game quarterback, but something bad is going on at home and it's impacting to me. It seems it's impacting his, his play. So you can only compartmentalize so much. Exactly. Because then it becomes unhealthy. It's like, Oh, I'm going to deny and shut out for whatever chunk of the day, this part of my life that's having a huge impact on me. Yes. That's not healthy. I think you will see now his football tick up a little bit. Now that there's finality, there, he's not going to mediation. Oh, so we're going to say that she was holding him back? <laughs> that, I won't, I won't push that narrative. Curse. No. You will hear it. You will probably hear it, but, but well, I won't have, push that. I'll have just nothing say... else to focus on but that. And, exactly. and we talk he'll, about singular like, obsession will people be like, oh, again. he'll be the most eligible bachelor and be out partying and all that. He's never been that guy. I, nah. He's he's a very He's not going to be dating Instagram models. That's not who Tom Brady is. It's certainly I not think. during the football season. No, certainly not during the football season. But we'll have to see. I think he will actually, you'll see the season turn around, and he'll get a new storyline, which is, wow, Tom Brady's still the GOAT. We should have known all but along. How, we sold him short, blah, blah, blah. What, early to mid-40s now? Like Early 40s, man. How much longer can it go? Well, now he doesn't have a wife who says, well, uh, retire. So <laughs> maybe he'll keep playing. <laughs> I don't know. He falls apart. Football's also therapy for him. He probably wants to keep True. playing to, to avoid uh, life's problems. What's up, everyone? It's Nick Wright, and I got something exciting to talk to you about today. Angie, your ultimate destination for getting all your jobs done well. Now, Angie isn't just your average home services marketplace. It's a game changer with over 150 million homeowners served and a network of over 200,000 skilled pros. Angie has experience and expertise to tackle any project with ease. Whether you're looking to spruce up your backyard or undergo a major home renovation, Angie's got your back and their pros are locally based, often running small businesses right in your community. And here's the best part. Angie makes the process seamless from researching and comparing pros to scheduling services at your convenience. 
Angie's user-friendly platform puts you in control. So why settle for anything less than perfection when it comes to your home? With Angie, you can trust every project will be completed with the utmost care and professionalism. So get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today to discover why homeowners across the nation are turning to Angie to get all their jobs done well. Let's yeah. move on to another compartmentalization story, if Pro- you will. Problem couple. Yeah. Uh, Chloe and Tristan. Uh, so Kim Kardashian had a huge Halloween bash. She does this every year. Big holiday for that family. And uh, Chloe and Tristan. Did you see her costume, by the way? She dressed up as uh, Mystique. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty good I thought costume. it was pretty good. Uh, Chloe and Tristan showed up together. Mm-hmm. And they are saying this is nothing romantic. This is, you know, co-parenting. Do you have to show up together? I, I get you don't want the kids to think you hate each other and sure you know the kids their their children especially they're so young they don't need to know anything about the cheating and all that but do you need to do this united front i don't think so i i, I actually take issue with this i mean some people will celebrate this as, as she is acting in such a mature fashion putting the children first and allowing to have this wholesome halloween celebration with dad there and mom there and they're being civil to one another i actually think Tristan is so incorrigible and his and his behavior is so bad that he becomes sort of toxic as a role model to children and somewhat confusing to be around. You know, like, well, it's his okay kid, that his he's their father, he can to, parent them. The children are not going to know all that. They won't, but it's almost the, the strange sort of kabuki theater they have to put on to seem like she's okay with but what happened. I don't know why they strange. have to do that. They don't. Like, uh, you said, like, they can Kim, both Kim and Kanye, to the best that they are able, are trying to figure out how to co-parent. Kim definitely does not want to shut Kanye out of his children's lives. Yes. He, although he says the opposite, but he still shows up to things. Sure. But they don't they don't show up together to things. They don't no. you don't there's being amicable and then there's what are you doing? You're not a couple. Yeah, what are you doing? You're not a couple and it's not as though Chloe is co-signing on the behavior that got them here, but by allowing it and allowing him to sort of just participate in family functions as if nothing happened, I think is strange and over time will become even stranger unless he changes his behavior radically. Let's say True is very young. The new baby is obviously an infant. Yeah. Doesn't know at all what's going on. True, Which I don't know. Which new baby? Just, <laughs> <laughs> he has a couple new babies. This is true. This is true. Uh, his th- new baby with the surrogate with Chloe. But over time, if he continues to behave in such a, you know, Encourageable is the best word I have for him because he just keeps doing it. He lives the NBA lifestyle of but going then, out to clubs. That's going to be strange over time for the children. I think Not so because they can know, you know, my dad's a cad. He was bad for my mom, but he's not a bad dad. Like a relationship yes. with a significant other and a relationship with a child are two different things. Fair and enough. They might be able, to like, oh but yeah, can, my, my dad. I mean, I'm sure Tristan will be dating 23 year olds for the rest of his life. Sure, no why not? How old he gets? Very and, charming. And his kids will grow up being like, ah, that's my dad. As I long guess as he's good right. to them. But you don't think Chloe has to be involved in that. It, it's not no, that they're and, playing and, house. They don't live together. No. He just showed up in an event. So I don't want to overstate what's going and on. And there were cameras there, of course, because yes. it's the Kardashians. Which makes sense. They probably filmed Kim's Halloween party because sure. it's a thing. But Chloe knows they're filming. She know like is is this just for the show? Oh, I'm I know sure. that we've been saying about that about the Kardashians for since the beginning. But at a point I mean this it, in it a very unhealthy. real sense. Everything is for the show to a certain extent in of their course. life, and that's just a reality. Now, is it is is their life entirely like a simulation of a real life just for storylines? I don't think so. I don't think anyone can conduct enti- the entirety of their life solely uh, to feed ratings. But a larger portion than you point, could imagine is, like, is well, built around that. 
well, you know, it'd be really good for the show if we invited Tristan. Yeah, Ugh. I think that factors in. I think they does. sit with producers and say, would this be a good storyline? Would the conflict here work? Can we can we work with this idea? Um, and it that will be confusing, I think, to kids over time. Although this will but, be but maybe not the only because, reality because they these know. aren't normal kids either. Yeah, Th- but, those children have had cameras in their faces from the second they were born. What they a, don't know any other life. Yeah, like, even the Kardashians themselves. Even Kendall and Kylie were young when the show started, but they still had semi-normal childhoods. I mean, their father was very yes, famous. They had a portion and, of, and, of, and, of normal. And Bruce normalcy. Jenner was very famous when they were when he was their stepfather. But the, the this generation truly famous and they with don't cameras in their household life. from the beginning. Between social media and the TV shows, and, and we've seen what it's done to North. No cameras. She can be monstrous <laughs> at times. I, I love North, but she has got quite a Spitfire personality. She She'll does. be fun to see grow up. Um, Let's move on to another element of the Kardashians. So Kanye West uh, at a soccer game. This is Saints soccer game, uh, his young son, uh, and he's having what appears to be a heated exchange with another parent at the game. Well, is it, is it a parent or was it somebody who is a friend of the family or works for the family? There's a little oh, it dispute could, on who the person is. That's right. That's right. It could have been someone who's connected to the family, but the what is clear is it's an animated conversation. I don't want to say a fight because you can have animated conversations yes. waving your hands around where you're not angry. You can't hear the audio at all. There's video of this that's right. and you see... Kanye and this person, yeah, very animated. And we see him storm off and at he, the end. And he storms off, and yes. then the, the video ends. We do hear he did come back after that and hang out for the rest of the game and was right. pretty chill. Yes, and and Kim, during the entire altercation, it couldn't have been so bad that she intervened because she just sits there on her lawn chair. You know, I, I have a kid she who plays soccer. She has security around her. You got security, you put out your lawn chair, you watch your kid play soccer. I think she's trying to inject sort of some calm into the situation because this kind of acting out at a child soccer game is bad. I, I, yeah. I don't. I, I don't think we can really quibble with whether this is a good environment or a good thing for Saint to see, and he should be able to express himself. No, this is this is the bad stuff that we're talking about, and I think it will factor in potentially if there's a custody dispute because when a judge sees something like this and sees that the the behavior and the antics of Kanye West, his tweets, what have you. Listen, he's allowed to speak his mind, he's, but he's when a he, public personality, he's a public personality. I think he said some horrific things, but when he brings this kind of behavior and it's sort of impulse driven to a children's soccer game, I think it's a judge will children. say this is not in the best interest of, of right. the children. Because even if it's not about something between Kanye and Kim or anything, if, if it's just him upset about the, the soccer game. Yeah, about I get animated at the soccer game. But the, you, the, we see stories every year of those parents that go too far. Yes. And is that what he did here? Now, we don't know what was said. You got to control yourself. But, you got to control yourself. And, yeah. and, and he's not, and he's at this inflection point where his business deals have been taken away from him. I don't know where this ends for Kanye West. I don't think it ends in a good place because no. he's he's backed into this corner. He's already an erratic person when things are going very well. He he sort of thrives on chaos in a way like the Joker, right? I mean, he just lives and breathes for chaos. I mean, his Adidas deal would have had him set for life many, many times over, right. but he couldn't stay in that present moment and, to just be successful. He he threw a piece of dynamite into his own life. And, and his own career, his professional career, still at the end of the day, he'll have a lot of money. Sure. And he's got his he's respect for his music that he'll always have. The, the, the bigger problem, and I, this is an issue for Kim, and I think for a lot of parents, if she genuinely feels that he is becoming unsafe to be around the kids, this, this, he's erratic, that you don't know what he's going to do, right. and she wants to get sole custody and, and cut him off, will that just make it even worse? It could. It could. That's it, the problem if, if, with if dealing with Kanye someone that lost volatile. access to his children, I, I think that would be a blow that would be... Forget everything else. Yes. 
And coping mechanisms are a big part of mental illness. Now, he doesn't like to say he's had mental illness. Now he's saying that he was misdiagnosed by doctors, never should have been on meds. He's been diagnosed as having something that he needs to deal with and, and that could be probably properly managed with some medicine. Uh, but he doesn't want it. And I, I, I just think he's, I, he has a hard time coping with bad news and, and, and sort of misfortune in his life in a constructive way. That's why I, I genuinely, I actually feel sorry for Kim in this situation because too. if she thinks, and, and not in a spiteful way, but if she very genuinely thinks maybe it's not in the kid's best interest for him to be around. Yeah. But then also knowing that if I pursue that, that's going to make things so much worse. I know. Like, in this you, case, it's lose-lose. It is lose-lose. And although we just got done talking about Chloe and Tristan and whether things are for the cameras, I think she needs to handle this situation in a way that is entirely divorced from what's good for television. And I hope she does. I, yeah. I I actually give Kim credit for, you know, she seems like a good mother by all accounts. She seems very invested in the kids' lives to the extent celebrities are very invested. I'm sure she has help. I'm not well, saying that she, she has no help. But I think she will do what she believes is the right thing. And I hope that uh, ratings for a television show don't factor into these kind of decisions because yeah. that would truly be unfortunate. You'd think at a point she'd have to realize, you know, relationship problems and breakups and yep. all that kind of stuff is whatever. But now you're dealing with your kids. You're dealing with your kids. And, and that's serious business. Yeah. And, and there's a lot of lives at stake. All right. Let's do it. Let, let, let's wrap it up there. And uh, we will we'll see you guys next week. I think we've had enough downers. And yeah. I don't, <laughs> don't want to really end on talking about Paul Pelosi and the, and the hammer attack. Uh, you guys can read about it on the website. 